So in about an hour and a half, Floyd Mayweather will take on Logan Paul. But before that, man, we got to get it in. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode 247. All right, man. Let's, we'll, we'll get back to what we did this week. We got to start with the NBA playoffs because just a couple minutes ago, the Clippers were able to win game seven versus the Mavericks. What's y'all thoughts? I'm salty. I want to talk big shit about my picks, but uh, looks like this is going to be a little saltier because uh, there's an L.A. team still out there. So surprise, surprise, Dallas uh, didn't pull it off. Crazy that a lot of the uh, away teams won each game, you know, like the road team, all but game seven. So uh, overall, good series. Um, I enjoyed it. Don't think the Clippers are going to make it past round two. But uh, I think Dallas, it would have been better for the NBA if Dallas goes because I don't know if uh, Kawhi and Paul George and all that remains if they go out round one. So we'll see. We'll see. Dizzle? You know how. You you okay? (laughs) We're going to talk about the other team in L.A. But first, you know, the the pandemic P jokes are going to be a little light this week. Nah, that's pandemic P. That's a P is for Porzingis, though. That's pandemic Porzingis. That nigga is trash, bro. That nigga is a seven foot three Kuzma, basically, bro. He just shoot the ball. He don't. He don't be in the in the post. He ain't done an up and under move. He's seven foot three. I ain't even seen him dunk the ball this series, bro. He had one awkward dunk on the little side dunk I remember, but it was it was very awkward to be seven foot. Man, you know what, though? <laughs> as much as a Kyrie fan as I am, I don't know if I want Brooklyn to win it. So I'm trying to say I might end up rooting for the Clippers if it come down to Brooklyn and the Clippers, bro. What? I don't <laughs> even know, man. So Utah. Oh, yeah. So they got Utah in the second round. That's a, that's a toss-up. I ain't got no true faith in the Jazz. But I don't know, man. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to definitely be watching because with the Lakers out of it, I'm like, I have no loyalty anywhere. So I'm I'm watching all the games, just trying to be a fan of the sport. I like the Hawks. Trey Young be balling, talking shit, backing <laughs> it up, throwing oops. I'm like, okay, I can fuck with the Hawks. Um, but, yeah, watching that Brooklyn game. I don't know if I'm be rooting for him. Something in my soul was rooting for the other squad. Well, I'm definitely rooting for the Bucks. I had the Bucks and the Lakers making the finals, so uh, I, I got to get one pick right, man. So go Bucks all the way through. It ain't look too good for them yesterday. They lost Mm-mm. with James Harden blowing the tire with 35 seconds into the game, which was crazy. Crazy. I almost yeah. picked him on my draft team's lineup too, because. Uh, I'll explain why I couldn't really watch the game yesterday. We get to talk about, you know, the week. But um, I was setting my lineups, and I'm like, uh, do I? And I switched the last minute and it went to KD as, like, my star of the lineup, basically. Uh, glad I did because uh, 43 seconds in and pull a <laughs> hammy. That's ugly. Oh, yeah. man. They had Blake out there balling, dunking oh, a ball, man. diving yeah. for loose balls. Well, we had 18 and 14 already. Mm-hmm. Turn it back to hands of time, man. Turn it back to hands of time. Uh, like I said before, man, we're going to say the best for last. So let's talk about my guy, everybody's favorite guy in the world, 
Dame Lillard coming off that crazy 55-point game, but they lost. So it's game six at the crib. Everything is going smooth and tight to the last two minutes of the third quarter where they were up 10, and then going into the fourth quarter, they were down like two points, and they could never like get over the hump. So they're out of it. What is Portland going to do? They already fired their head coach. Dame said he wanted Jason Kidd to be the head coach. Jason Kidd said, I'm straight. So what's going <laughs> to happen with Dame? Is Dame on his way out? Is it about to he about to be able to talk somebody into coming up to Portland? What's going to happen? Yeah, I think Dame about to be a part of somebody's big three. Mm. Whether they come there or he go, it's happening for him this year. Next year, I mean. Ain't nobody going to Portland. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to Portland. I'm uh the, the, the weed legal out there. They might. <laughs> I'm trying to see, man, because when I don't know if y'all keep up with with his Insta, but he he was making some little tweet tweets, or he had an Instagram post tweeting Nipsey, and it was a great. What did what did he say? He said, uh, "How long?" Till opportunity me something. What he said? One of them lines. How long do preparation? <laughs> How long until preparation meets opportunity? And it was another. It was another line in there. Something about loyalty, and I'm like, okay, nigga, nigga making little subliminals, man. I think he gonna come home. He from L.A. From Oakland. Oakland. Okay, that's right around right around the block. He might as well. Not close to each other, nigga. <laughs> Closer than Portland, bro. Go ahead, come on home to Cali. Go ahead, come on home. Sign with the Lakers, bro. Get you this ring you've been waiting on. Dang LeBron and AD. Fuck AD. If we gotta trade, <laughs> if if we gotta trade AD to get Lillard, make it happen. Man, these are my predictions. These are my quick predictions, man. I predict Dame goes home. I predicting Dame ends up with the Warriors, some way, somehow. So some way you gonna get Steph, Dame, and Clay bombing on niggas. That'd some way, crazy. somehow. I think this all going to happen because Golden State got all the ammo to give them. They can give them Wiseman. They can give them Wiggins. They can give them this year's pick, which is a lottery pick. They can have all that for Dame and be like, hey, man, y'all fully rebuilding. We gave y'all a young player, uh, all right, player in Wiggins, and another pick. Just give us Dame. He come home, it's going to be bombs away. My second prediction is Melo and Bron finally play together. Mello was on a one-year contract. He gonna end up. He gonna end up with the Lakers. Get Kuzma up out the paint because if a dude that's basically twice his age is still better than you, there's a problem with Kuzma. Uh, Kawhi he play 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 the Mike Miller role, huh? Yeah, I mean he did a good job for Portland. He averaged 15 points off the bench. What more can you ask for? Uh, I got Kawhi stays. Even though I, I was a little worried they was gonna lose today, but Kawhi's yeah. still gonna stay with the clips. And here's the other whammy one. Zach Levine ends up with the Mavericks. They need he need a number two, man, because Zinger ain't it. Zinger is not Zinger it. Zinger is not it. Zinger is not the wave. Yeah. So those are my slight predictions what's gonna happen during this little NBA offseason we about to have. Who's fucking with? I like it. I like it. I like it. You know, I, I got to do all them hot takes on the Kenner show, man. So I had to <laughs> I see you ready. I see you ready. <laughs> I'll stay ready, man. i stay ready. So let's talk about it. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Los Angeles Lakers. Dizzle, you have the floor. 
I think I said this on the last pod. The the you saw it, man. You saw it coming. Body language was horrible. They kept giving Kuzma minutes, and they didn't give Montrez minutes. Vogel was horrible. I know a lot of folks is giving LeBron hell. You also got to give Vogel hell because he still was tampering with the lineups. Middle of the game, he don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? But you, West, did, didn't West Matthew give some run out of nowhere or something? Macklemore. Like, he's still <laughs> he, he's playing 12 deep, but he's not playing Montrez no minutes. So... It, it was bad, man. It was bad. And then fucking the nigga with the dreads. What that nigga name is? Which one? Fucking uh, Crowder. Jay oh, Crowder. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hit him with the salsa. Man. <laughs> I'm disappointed in my team, man. I'm disappointed. Disappointed in LeBron. Because oh, he wasn't showing no it. urgency. He just looked like he was checked out, man. Man, you know, people that bang on LeBron and say he don't have that killer instinct, these are the moments that people look to. And then the LeBron fans will say, well, look at his stats. It, he had 26 points, eight rebounds, not assists. Uh-huh. Like, look, man, y'all got to stop with the stat game, man, because he's that good. He can do that in his sleep. He can do that going through the motions. He's proved that yeah. year, after year after year. You know, I've been wanting an epic performance from LeBron since the playoffs started. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted mm-hmm. to see that a game that he gave us versus um, Golden State in that first game when J.R. Smith didn't know what time was on the clock. We didn't get none of that. We did, like you said, there's no urgency, no, like, putting the pedal to the metal, like, all right, we got to do this. It was basically after AD got hurt, it was like, man, we ain't got a chance. We just got to get this shit over with. And that's whack. Like, you go out there to try to win no matter what. Like, if you're going to check out, just say I ain't playing no more. Like, just yeah. don't go out there. If you're not going to try to go out there to win, don't play at all. So those are the things that be pissing me off about LeBron. He has a very go-through-the-motions attitude. We saw that in the finals when they played Golden State before. Like, once they got down uh, 3-0, ch- totally checked out. Like, all right, let's get this shit over with so I'm going <laughs> right. to promote Space Jam, do what he got to do. <laughs> like, that shit is whack to me, man. That's what I was going to say, man. Like, I've been a LeBron fan since, you know, since since it, since it's happened. And to me, this is one of the first years where we, we've we seen LeBron's greatness, but we didn't really get to see it this year at all. Like, I just had to look while I was talking. The most points he scored this, in a game this season was 46. Like, I expect him to get 46 at least every 10 days. I'll be lenient. Like, you're supposed to be getting that every week and a half. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so to be to be who he is and what he can do, and I'm watching I'm watching this game today with LA uh, Clippers, and I'm sitting there like Batum and LeBron was having the same role. <laughs> Le- 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 LeBron was out there catching, looking for the looking for the open guy, whether he he could take whoever was in front of him or not, and like that's the part that we we've seen him do it sporadically throughout his career enough to where. We put him in the class of great talk. But when you don't do it consistently, it gets very frustrating to be watching and seeing somebody that's, you know, second, third quarter looking to dish versus looking to go get them 46 points. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it was just an ugly year for me as a fan watching LeBron all year. All right. So another question for me, for y'all, is so the Lakers, they go out in the first round. 
who else went out in the first the round? Heat. The Heat went out in the first round. Mm-hmm. So how do we view the bubble championship? What's up? Where we at with the bubble championship? Is it Fugazi or no? It's it's uh it's, it's McDonald's. I don't like it because it's it's almost like watching the NBA team at warmups. Like if you really watch them to catch shoot around, like when you got the NBA ticket and you watching the pregame, you might see like ten misses out of a hundred shots. Everybody just in their rhythm, knocking them down because that's what they do. They in their spots warming up, but like when 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 you don't have the fans in there to like to Trey Young, like Trey Young feed off that shit. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Trey Young ain't pulling from thirty feet and posing Statue of Liberty style. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if ain't nobody in the gym but 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 the fellas, you know what I'm saying? So and he still might do it to an extent if the if the trash talking is you know called for it, but like. That energy that the fans bring, whole different climate. So I feel like they just they just backyard hooping or like you know open gym style hooping when it ain't no energy from the fans. So I feel like you're just a step down from what championships are because you look at what LeBron did in Game Six of that of that block and how that energy switched. You know what I'm saying? That 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 shit ain't gonna give you that same feeling when it's just the fellas hooping. What's up, Dizzle? Is it Fugazi or no? Uh, I go back and forth with this, but I don't think it is, man, because everybody had the same, whatever you want to think, benefit or drawback of the bubble. We all playing in the same element, so you still got to put the ball in the hoop. You still got to make stops, um, and that banner is still up there, so, you know, <laughs> ain't no. I don't think there's no asterisk on, on that title, I, I, you know, but the Heat, the Heat had a good run last year. Um, bubble, you know, whether it was because of the bubble or just whatever they was on, they was on a hot streak. Uh, this year, not so much. The Bucks are are hot and just got got their asses out the way. Um, mm-hmm. With the Lakers, it's a, a billion and one excuses, but the, at the end of the day, they just wasn't playing hard. That's just what it was. I'm with mm-hmm. Dizzle, man. Everybody had the same situation, man. Everybody was in there playing without a crowd. You know, it was an even playing field. There was no home quarter advantage. So I said that going into the bubble, man, like the Lakers clearly have the advantage. They have the best player. So and he just got to rest for an additional four months before he had to play again. Like so he got rested up, recharged his battery. It would have been totally different, like going from the regular season where they was battling it out for the whatever seed, number one or number two seed, then jumping straight into the playoffs. Like he got home to chill gear back up to get back in shape ad we know how injury prone he is he got to stay off his feet not risk getting injured so it helped the lakers tremendously but you know everybody was on an equal playing field it is what it is i don't think it's fugazi it's legit so where do y'all come with the lakers i hear a lot well they would have won if lebron high ankle sprain wasn't there or ad wasn't made of glass or if he wasn't street clothes like all this injury talk is the reason why the Lakers ain't win a championship or at least ain't make it out the first round. Dizzle. I mean, that's part of it. Uh, let's keep it a butt, you know, but that's part of the game too because it has helped and worked in their favor in situations. But, you know, that's why I'm not a, a big fan of AD. He's maybe, like I said, the most frustrating superstar that I've seen 
You don't um, want to get that throwback AD Pelicans? Never. No. <laughs> Man, it's like half the t- like I said, half the time he's he's hurt. The other half he playing soft, and you get that rare glimpse of greatness, but that's only uh until the nigga falls down. So it's like Get that nigga out the way, man. Let's bring <laughs> Dame to L.A., whatever it takes. Ship that nigga AD off. But injuries is going to happen every single year. It's just the name of the game. I'm with you 100%, man. It's a war of attrition, man. Like, that's what the sports is. I mean, people expect, like, the Raptors to give their championship to Golden State because AD, I mean, because uh, KD and Clay got hurt. Like, oh, man, y'all better than us. Here go our championship. Oh, well, man. It's oh, well. They got hurt. We didn't. We won. What you want the want Tampa Bay to give their championship in the NFL to Kansas City because they was out there starting with me and Dizzle at the offensive line? No, it is what it is. Injuries are part of the game, so you know they ran up into their injury buzzsaw. It is what it is. Ain't nobody about to apologize. Plus, the guy, the main guy, I know Devin Booker is going to get most of the credit, but the reason that the Suns won is because the point guard. Chris Paul, he controlled the whole game with one arm, so he was hurt too. Mm-hmm. So injuries are part of the game. Where you at with it, Killer? Same thing. I'm just gonna read this off because I wanted to. I wanted to look at it. 2015, the Cavs lose Kevin Love and Kyrie in the playoffs. 2013, Russell Westbrook get injured in the playoffs for the Thunder. 2012, Derrick Rose gets injured in the playoffs for the Bulls. Even all the way down to like Dirk. In 2003, Patrick Ewan in 99, mm-hmm. Byron, Byron Scott and Magic Johnson both got hurt in the playoffs in 89. Them is all shoulda, coulda, wouldas. What you know? That's that is sports. So yeah, man. You know it happens year after year to the best of them. Shit, you talk about the 99 Knicks. The Knicks still made it to the NBA Finals that mm-hmm. year. You know, Marcus can be stepped up, and that's what your old backups supposed to do: step up. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So, like, people that be crying about, like, dudes getting hurt, man. Hey, man, in, in 10, 15 years, ain't nobody going to be pulling up. Oh, yeah, that's that's the game where AD was out there playing with a pool growing. People just going to be like, oh, the Lakers lost to the Suns in the first round, on to the next. Because people ain't talking about how uh, Isaiah Thomas didn't play in Game 7 of the NBA Finals versus the Lakers back in uh, 88. They not talking about that. They hoisting that banner in L.A. and saying we champions. It is what it is. Yeah. Yep. Can we talk about, though, how long LeBron and Steph have been killing the game? They said, what, the first final since 2010. It's mm, 2020, crazy. 2021 right now. So crazy. it's been them two niggas in every single finals for the last decade. That's crazy. That's what about Andre Iguodala? <laughs> <laughs> and Ray Allen. <laughs> facts, facts. They, they, they snuck in there a couple times, too, man. Yeah, man, that's dope. It's dope for the NBA. But this is also good for the NBA because – People that don't watch the NBA, they really drop in during the playoffs and everything like that. They get to see the new stars. Like, people are really getting to see, you know, Luka shine again. He dropped another 40-piece today in a loss and everything like that. But, you know, they get to see Trey Young. They get to see uh, everything that goes on with, with the league. They get to stay up super late and watch Dane drop a 55-piece. They get to see the Joker out there basically just one man and one man showing it out there, 38, 14, and and five assists out there just dominating. So it gives people a chance to see the other up-and-coming stars in the league, and you ain't just yeah. got to be like LeBron, 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 KD, LeBron, <laughs> LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Like, it's other people out here hooping, too. So I, I love to see that. We got uh, shots to Shots to Embiid, too. Embiid been hooping. 
Yeah. I'm about to say we got any round two predictions because that Hawks game, I know a lot of folks is heavy on the Sixers with Embiid. Embiid came back hurt, still dropped almost, what, 40 points? Yeah, it, wasn't it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. They made a furious comeback. I thought they was going to pull it off, too, to be perfectly honest, man. I still got the Sixers winning that, and I'm still rolling with the Bucks. The Bucks been off for like a week because they swept the heat, and they couldn't hit no threes. They was bricking, big bricks. I got the Bucks winning this series in seven. Mm. Still rolling with the Bucks. I think my surprise is going to be, I think Phoenix beats the Nuggets in the series. I don't I even think, think that's a surprise. That's what I'm about to say. That might be that might be a regular take, man, because the Suns is balling. Yeah, they they really are becoming my like little favorite, like follow ninety three Suns all over again. You know what I'm saying? Like you rooting for them, hoping they can get it done, and it's like they hear what they're gonna do with it. So, um, I also think that uh, I think Brooklyn beats Milwaukee, though. I do think that uh, uh, whether you got. <laughs> Whether you got one of them, two of them, or all three of them, I, I, I think that that team is better than Milwaukee overall. Well, I think whoever won that series winning the chip regardless. <laughs> ooh, I don't, ooh. Yeah, and, and, and since since Portland's out of it, since my guy Dame, CJ, and Melo out of it, I'm rooting for the Suns because they got CP3. That's who I'm pulling for. Like, all right, yeah. well, I'm going to just roll, go to the pecking order. CP3, you're up. To get some love. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you, Playboy. What about the Clippers and the Jazz, man? Clippers and the Jazz. That start on Tuesday night, man. Who y'all got? Utah six. Ooh. I don't I don't know how I feel yet, man. I might like I said, I might be rooting for the Clippers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Can Atlanta beat the Sixers though? Did we ever say For that? sure. They can. I, I think the Atlanta will beat the Sixers. Wow, you're going out there. You're pulling the card. The Hawks have been fearless. They have been balling. And they've been winning on the road, which is what you got to do in the playoffs. My only worry, with the, only worry with the Hawks is Trey Young has to have four good games. If he has, you know, four bad games. Then they got one in the bag. Good. He got to have three more now. So that, that that's my thing is that he just got to show up you know, at least four times. So <laughs> if he does that, then they in it. If he has bad games where he eight points in the first half, it's a wrap. He dropped thirty five and ten. <laughs> so yeah, he been doing it, man. He really this is his coming out year. When it counts, I know a lot of his uh, career so far has been uh, empty stats, lots of threes. You know, inefficient turnovers, but he taking care of the ball, and he literally putting up 35-point double-doubles on the consistent so far. Was that his dad they were showing in the stands? The dark-skinned dude? Yeah, they kept showing him with the Trey Young shirt on, and he kept uh, being hot. I didn't know. That. That's probably. I'm like, he looked like Kev Nash age. I'm like, we getting old. <laughs> <laughs> we getting old. We? What you talking about, yeah? <laughs> hey, this, this real talk, though. Like, Trey Young got no fear going to the basket. You know what I'm saying? He get into that lane, he throw that floater, or he throw the oop to the backside or whatever. Look, man, I ain't saying people need to be out here hurting each other. I ain't saying that. But he gets into the paint because he has no fear, because he knows nobody's going to hit him. Like, you, you, you want to do like an Andrew Bynum? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. But I'm doing, what I'm saying is, like, 
dudes in the 90s and early 2000s, like, look at, like, when Kobe Bryant used to try to attack the rim. Like, that's like when he used to get posters on people because people would actually try to block the shot or try to, you know, a hard foul. Like, that shit happens. So, like, there aren't any hard fouls, like, when people come to the lane. Like, hard fouls are there for a reason to say, hey, it's, y'all know this, no layup rule. Like, that's how I played when I played basketball when I was growing up. No layups, dog. When they, if they get in the lane, foul. Like, yo, you, 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 you can put him on his ass early in the game. Like, you can't allow a dude that's six feet to consistently just be in the lane, in the lane, throwing floaters left and right on your ass and then throwing alley-oops. Like, look at Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson got his ass beat. He paid the price for coming in the paint. Like, he can come in the paint. All you want, you get in here, you're going to pay the price. Like, they got to make him pay the price for coming in the paint like that, man. Make him earn it at the free throw line. He'll probably make him because he's a great shooter, but make him think twice before coming in the lane again. Make, make him a little hesitant. I'm just saying. Uh, you're trying to do him out. What is Andrew Bynum did? J.J. Barea, bro. Just an <laughs> elbow to the chest. No, do him like Ron Artest did Harden back when he was with OKC <laughs> with the elbow to the fucking ear. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> that shit is not flying this in this day and age. It looks like no. Killer Frozen. Killer, you there? Uh-oh. Damn. He frozen on my side. Yeah, he, he's he's left the chat. He's left the chat. But it's all good. He'll be back, I'm sure. Shit. Where were we at, man? Where were we at with these? Oh, yeah. We got to get to the shits. Got to get to the shits. I'm saving the best part for last because he got to come back. So tonight is the night, bro. We got Mayweather. We got Logan Paul. Did you see the Ocho rules? Cinco. Oh, yes. That's the, what I'm watching for. Oh, before we can get that, man, you, you got that link? Oh, yeah. I got multiple in case one don't work. <laughs> Send that I, shit I to you. my horn. I <laughs> got you. Send that shit to my horn. Because I got to watch this shit. This shit is going to be epic. Yeah, folks was trying to talk about paying for it. I'm like, not me. No, <laughs> no sir. sir. <laughs> not at all. You trying to go in on it? Nope. Hell no. <laughs> this man. is not the one. So, all right, the tail of the tape, Mayweather, 44, Paul, 26. Obviously, Mayweather, 50 and 0, uh, Paul, 0 and 1. Mayweather got 27 knockouts. Paul obviously has zero. Here's where it gets interesting. Mayweather is 5'8". This dude is 6'2". Mayweather, um, Mayweather got some long-ass arms, 72-inch uh, arms. <clears throat> Uh, Logan Paul, 76-inch arms. Here's where it really gets interesting. Mayweather weighs 155 pounds. Logan Paul weighs basically 190 pounds. Now, that's at weigh-in. So you would imagine at weigh-in, after weigh-in, like the day of the fight, they probably go up 10, 15 pounds. So it's, it's conceivable that Logan Paul could weigh 200 pounds when he enters the ring tonight, man. What are y'all thoughts, man? What's going to happen here, man? I know a lot of people out here saying that, yo, man, Floyd going to knock him out in two rounds. But this dude got Floyd by almost 50 pounds, man. Got him height-wise, reach-wise. I'm not going to say one way or the other, but I am a little like, hey, man, Come this on. might be interesting. This crazy, might be bro. a little more interesting than we're thinking. No. Not at Killer, all. Killer, you're muted. Killer, you're muted. 
Charging mobile. Hey. Yeah, he must have dropped his shit in the water or something. Yeah, like, we, we still can't hear you. Can you hear us? You can't hear us. Oh, you can't okay. hear us. Well, we can't hear you. Man, I, this, ahead, this is this is all for the show, bro. I I know Floyd Mayweather is a showman, but he is the one of the one of the greatest, if not the greatest, bro. And his specialty is not getting hit. I don't care if he's six six. This nigga Logan has played. He he went up against bums. So there is no testing. There you go. Man, this phone feel like hot bacon. I don't know why my phone's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd ain't getting hit, bro. That's what it come down to. He got them instincts, so it's not like he can just accidentally, you know, put his guard down. This nigga Spidey senses is tingling all the all the time. He's not about to get hit. I don't know what I've missed, but Floyd getting knocked down tonight. Oh, oh. he put it on wax. Floyd he put it on wax. Me. Let me let me read y'all a quote real quick from Floyd Mayweather. I kind of train a little bit, a little bit here and there, not every day, but I don't have to. He don't. Floyd is not going to lose, but Floyd getting knocked down. That's all I'm going to say. Floyd is getting knocked down. We don't see it. Man. For That's the a show. big back white boy. That's this is for the show. He, he, you, you think he truly getting knocked down? Like, it's just acting? Like, what, what are you talking I mean, about here? I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking a nice body shot. Something that take take a knee type of shot. I, I don't think he's gonna be like a wobbly Nate Robinson type of deal. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I feel like the nonchalantness, and we all know he's probably training very rigorously and just talking shit. But you know, like all in all, I, I just feel like he ain't ever fought nobody this big. And if if he can get hit one good time with with a from that big bag white dude, I'm telling you. He, them, them, them ribs is 50 or 40, however old he is. 40 what? Three? Yeah, he up there. He up there. I don't know, man. I, I This is he what I think is going to happen. This is what I think going to happen. Logan Paul is guaranteed, what uh, What did I say, $250 million. Mayweather is guaranteed $10 million. Whoa. Logan, yeah, yeah, he's a legend. He's a legend. He at the $250 bank. million. $250,000. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad if I said that wrong. My bad. Good correction. Good correction. Good correction. Uh, so, Floyd, his whole being is 50-0, undefeated, TBT, the best of all time, all that type of stuff. But Logan Paul knows, hey, man, if I can beat Floyd Mayweather, I can really cash in big time. So, I think he's going to come out to win. And the way you come out to win is trying to crush him, trying to use your size, trying to use your reach, trying to get on Floyd and and pound him. I mean, I weigh him basically about 50 pounds. He's going to try that. It's going to be kind of effective. But I say by round four, Floyd figures it out and counterpunches him to death. And Floyd Mayweather wins by knockout in the fifth round. But at first, those first two rounds are going to be like, oh, shit, what's going to happen to Floyd? But Floyd is a GOAT. He'll figure it out. He knocks him out by the fifth round. Did I did I miss the uh, Ocho Cinco Brian Maxwell take? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Cause I, I Ocho Ocho yeah. stopped <laughs> McDonald's. He dropped twenty pounds. I guess this dude he's fighting is a real boxer. That's not a good look for Ocho. It's not a good look. I think Ocho embarrasses himself today. 
Go Bengals. So I've never I've never heard of the dude. I, I could did a quick Google and he he's an MMA uh what do you call him just an MMA fighter. So you already know they got boxing training, has that ring experience, which is uh you can't really replace that with any type of training. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I, I wanna see more of these celeb matches rather than um a Logan Paul versus a Floyd, I would rather see Logan go against a, a nigga that what's his nigga name? Riff Raff. You know the rapper White Dude? <laughs> yeah. Whoa! That's a he white on, boy. He on some Balco. He on but, the roids. But so. he looked like he been in the ring too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying to see that bout. And I'm trying to see Ocho against a Nate Robinson. That would make more sense. Like two niggas that don't box just for the entertainment factor. Niggas don't be in there swinging like this. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't know this Brian guy. He's an MMA fighter, so I'm good luck, Ocho. But they gotta get these matchups better, man. I'm trying to see Riff Raff in the ring, bro, against Jake. Make it happen. I would so, much rather watch that than uh, uh, Floyd versus uh, Logan Paul or Jake Paul. Don't make no sense. So real quick on the rules, man. There's uh the knockout is up to the referee. Three, no eight, eight three minute rounds. Knockouts are legal. Twelve ounce gloves. No headgear. No judges. No official winner red. So those are the rules for the Mayweather uh, fight. But the real question. About the Mayweather Paul situation is how Floyd get his hair back. Let's be real. Know somebody, know somebody. Cause I mean that don't look that don't look Beijing, that don't look spray on. That shit look like it really grew out that nigga head. They doing whole replacements now. I got my shot to my homeboy Garrett Dixon. I can send you a whole link. He out here saving whole baldies on people. Killing I'm still good. Whole... I'm still hanging on. I'm still hanging on, baby. <laughs> Don't risk nothing walk. upon me. <laughs> whole, a whole phase. So they out I don't trust a whole replacement. <laughs> I know y'all seen Tory Lane's situation when he had to when he took his hat off, hit the front of his hairline, look all right, but Car up ain't top, got no roof. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that shit look a little carpety. Same with, uh, same with LeBron. LeBron got a hairline, crispy, but that as soon as it starts flapping up a little bit, like that shit ain't consistent. That, that shit, shit ain't reliable. That shit I ain't saw, built for basketball, G. <laughs> I saw a meme this week of LeBron in a timeout with his head kind of bent down, and then they had the same image with like a a, a penny, and it mm. looked like Abra- it looked like the Abraham Lincoln penny on his head, like. Oh. Or when you, or when you pull a Reese cup and a little <laughs> bit of the chocolate get on the wrapper, you see the little the peanut butter. Man, <laughs> yeah. like hold, like that's my whole thing. Like, hold on, man, you ain't no way you can tell me LeBron. Ain't got more money than Jamie Foxx, and Jamie Foxx shit don't be looking like that. Jamie Foxx, ball too. So That's like, then Braun get a tattoo. If I you, read if you that, today. You really that desperate? Just let's get a tattoo, <laughs> bro. I read something today. I don't want him seeing. I don't want him being like that, man. LeBron, eighteen years old, making four hundred thousand a week. So he got it. Got it. Tenfold. <laughs> Tenfold. How much? They said he came into the league 18 years old, was making like 4000 a week, and now he's up to making like $2 million a week. It's lit. It's lit, man. Man, oh, man. I, like I said, like I told this, I'm saving the best topic for last, man. But what did y'all fellas do this week? I'll go first. I didn't do shit, so. <laughs> I didn't do shit but go to work. So 
Hopefully y'all That's a lie. That's a lie. I saw the bike. The bike was out. Oh, yeah. I got the bike out a little bit. I rode the bike a little bit. Had to take my car back to the shop. My check engine light came back on for some strange reason. So it's back at the (sighs) They fixing my shit. So, but I left my bike rack in the car for the second time. So I couldn't even go bike this week. So I've been getting my walk on. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I ain't do nothing major, man. Y'all cats do anything? Yeah, I had a uh, surprisingly uh, good, productive week. Um, slow week of edible this week, and um, booked a uh, gig to Nashville in August. I'm gonna be going to do an engagement party out there, and then they're getting married in Tampa the following August, 2022. So uh, they've paid their deposit for Nashville. So I say thus far, I'll be doing Nashville. Um, but I uh, booked that this week. Um, got a call from the homie DJ Notorious. Um, he had some things going on this weekend and asked me to cover down for him at the Palm. So What? Your boy last night was DJing at the Palms. Um, had a uh, pretty good night. Got a lot of praise. Somebody sent Notorious a text like, whoever this nigga is, is rocking and appreciate it. Like, you know, shouting me out. So... Um, it was it was a uh, it was a good feeling. I hadn't done that in a minute. I haven't been in quote unquote what, we, what, what. <laughs> killer back at the clubs. Yeah, oh I shit! I haven't done the clubs in a minute, and uh, the wife knew I was gonna have a good one because I probably spent. So I got that call like Wednesday, Thursday, and uh, spent pretty much every waking moment since getting music together, making sure I was ready. So. Uh, but we had a good set. It was a nice crowd, nice bar crowd early. Then it got kind of thick in there to where it was it was a party. It felt like a dating party again. So it was that was cool to do that with a new group of faces. You know, I ain't been in a club like that probably in like without it being black tie or something. It's probably been four years at least. So, uh, but did that last night. Rocked that out. Um, Got to work this morning. Had a light day, so got to get out of there pretty early. So it was what it was a good week. Get to the club, uh, nine to two thirty. I was there to about nine to three, waiting to get paid and eating chicken. <laughs> so so if, if I'm gonna do that. it, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it right. I went ahead and got my double shot of Patron. I went ahead and ordered me some lemon peppers on the way out. So they still um, waiting to pay niggas at the end of the night, huh? Oh yeah, still still signing a receipt. For no reason, just signing your name and taking the cash. I appreciate you. <laughs> just a blank receipt. See, I don't, I don't got many club gig experiences. The, the few that I had, I don't think I want to do those ever again. Like I'm cool on not so, doing the club the gig. Club aces had this out there working. Yeah, Man, I, had an, <laughs> I had an array of emotions going into it. I um went ahead and packed me a few things that I like to do in my recreational time. Brought those with me just in case. Uh, brought some Patron with me just in case. I was ready for any vibe. <laughs> Went ahead and uh, packed up my old Betsy. Uh, my old for my old yeah. Make sure <laughs> make sure that I was ready to roll. <laughs> Clean and, this uh, off. Yeah, I'm gonna pull them out early in the day. And make sure it was right. <laughs> but uh, I, I think I was more so nervous of the fact that I've done the nights where and then this actually happened. I've done the nights where cats pull up on you, bro. Spin my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I had a good vibe going last night, and and shouts to the to the maybe that's why my iPhone is so hot today because I, I had the hotspot going crazy, and um, had my title <laughs> my title open to where you know if they asked for something I didn't have, which I knew that was going to happen, if it was on title I was Gucci. So 
they asked for some artists I've never heard of, and ninety percent of the room knew the song. I'm like, damn, I'm out the loop, but appreciate <laughs> you, title. Um, but got through the night that way. Um, but overall, like it was just a dude. A dude wanted this song played. He cashed me out. I went ahead and played his track. You know, it, all of the, all the things I was worried about happened in one night. You know, it was it a was shootout. Right. It was, it, it, was, it was it was a vibe where like you know they had the patio open in the back so you know half the club is out, outside the patio half the club at the bar ordering chicken or getting drinks and three group three groups of girls are just dancing and having a good time so that's like the dating vibe always been that way but like a noise happens outside a table falls and all the heads turn whoosh, and then are we good all right back to party so you know like all the things that you think could happen happen, but overall it was a dope ass night. I had a good time. Glad, glad I did it. That's what's up. What about you, Dizzle? You get into anything? I'm just thinking about all that uncertainty, bro. I hate, <laughs> I hate that shit. Hate it. Hate I hate it. it. Um, shit. What did I do? I just been on this grind, man, trying to get this damn ten year reunion popping. Um, trying to get these yearbook. donations. <laughs> yeah, I'm slinging yearbooks right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. Just trying to just trying to raise some funds. Things is coming together. Um, we're supposed to be doing like a rip rip rap row house situation on Friday, and then uh, oh, it's this week, huh? No, no, no. It's in August. Oh, it's okay. in August. But it's like a three day, three day slate of events. Friday is rip rap row house. Saturday we're gonna be at the booster center, which is supposed to be like the main event. Food trucks. We're gonna have like beer trucks. Inside gonna be turned up drinks, games, all the, you know, anything you can think of to do at a reunion is, is going to be going down. And then Sunday, what's up? When are y'all doing it? Uh, August the 20th, 21st, and 22nd, I think. Because uh, um, our class reunion have a one, too. We, we, they went ahead and decided to do it, but I'm booked up with weddings. I got a, my first ever two-day African extravaganza, King of Zamunda is what I call him, but he having like a traditional ceremony and then a the like like more of from where he from type of ceremony. So, <laughs> said wherever he from. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting thing. But I, I can only go to the Sunday shit. But they have the Labor Day weekend, so I, I I just wonder like with with reunions, like is cats really on like. Are are they on the Kev Nash vibe? Are they like slowly getting back into this and like the thought of being around a whole bunch of classmates is like nah, bruh. Nah, motherfuckers like, is on it. Motherfuckers they, is on it because we got go. one. We got one going on in July, all class reunion, and uh, one of my best friends, his wife hit me up like, yo, you coming up? You need to take your boy because your boy being super antisocial. And I hit her back. I was like, sis. I ain't doing nothing either. I'm in the crib too. Like y'all scary. Y'all scary. Y'all need to get out there. You, you know, she always hit us with the same stories that we need to be kicking it with the rest of our class. Like we kick it with each other. That's it. That's all we need so, to do. So, so like the, when the, the big reunion come around, I'll be there. But for these all class reunions that happen every year. I'm, so I'm no straight. black tie? No black tie? We gonna see. We mm. don't see. Okay. This is what you mean, bro. You ain't never showed your face in a place. What you talking about? I don't, I don't you feel like... You seen the pics of me being the hype man for my mans? You seeing me hyping up my mans as he getting down? I, I just know with the years of doing this podcast, I done seen the the four to five months layout preparation that goes on in the Kev Nash household when it comes to black ties. So 
For it to be man. up in the air, that's a huge, huge, huge I'm statement. Not, I'm, right I'm, 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 it's up in the air, man. It's up in the air. Like, it's a lot up in the air. Vacations, like, wife and I have been talking about possibly doing a vacation uh, this summer. It's kind of like, yeah, let's talk it out. Let's see what happens. Let's, if we do something, maybe we just book a week out or something like that. I don't want to put nothing in stone quite yet. So, you know, getting there, getting there. But, uh, you know, I did see some major black tie announcements and then I started getting that nostalgia because the pitch started floating out there and I started getting that you know what I'm saying <laughs> that feeling like man listen people are shoot Jimmy Mack hit me up Mike hit me up so everybody's starting to hit me up asking me a million questions like I'm you know what I'm saying planning the zone I'm just you know I'm just like a mouthpiece just like everybody else is man so as we talk about it I do get hype I'm not gonna lie <laughs> but smile on my what face. you What'd you call Kev in that picture I sent this week? Make it look like Shardy Lowe. That's, that's what I thought it was. He had the shades and the fade. I'm like, yo, I have to look a little closer. Like, that's Shardy Lowe. No, nah, that's not Shardy Lowe. <laughs> the funniest part of that picture, I think that was, if I remember correctly, that was a super uber there to and from that night. And, and had the night progressed, boy, Kev got so lit. And I just kept... Like, I'm DJing, trying to get lit, too, but, like, I can't cross that bridge that Kev crossed because I've still got a DJ. So, I'm like, I'm, I just kind of sit back, but I remember Kev was turned up that night. Yeah, you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I was trying to be a, uh, what, I was trying to be a, I'm trying to be a sneakerhead, bruh. I done downloaded the sneaker app, bruh. Done lost that, on a, lost that on a few uh, drawings. <laughs> Shit is heartbreaking, man. So, Welcome what's, the, what's the secret? What's the secret? Uh, pray. <laughs> That's all you can do. Like it, the game is all messed up, man. You got got bots out here. They got all types of stuff, man. All you can do is get into the raffle and hope you get them. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. Ain't shit. Ain't shit. I'm else willing to do. I ain't willing to uh buy a bot for two thousand dollars on some maybe shit. So it is what it is. Or, or find a sneaker plug at the mall. Good luck with that, though. Just about to have Seller House to be having the ones next week, huh? I see you. There you go. I like the style. So, <laughs> so we had a little controversy, uh, was it, on last week's pod or the week before? We was talking about Chris Webber and his induction into the basketball <laughs> hall. Of there game. ain't no controversy. Nigga shouldn't, be, nigga shouldn't be in there. What's, ain't nothing controversial about it. Hey, you know, we, we me, and, me and Killer also have another uh, conversation with our brother, OPZ. And OPZ yeah. had to school him about C-Webb. Uh, killer standing firm that he's not a Hall of Famer. So I, I did a little homework and I said, you know what? We're going to ask y'all, are they a Hall of Famer in y'all opinion or not? Because Basketball Reference has a Hall of Fame predictor on there for wow. a certain player, for everybody. So I'm going to give y'all five dudes. Not, I want y'all to tell me if y'all feel that they are Hall of Famer or not. Not what okay. the basketball predictor says. So okay. I'm going to run down a couple guys, a couple stats. Y'all let me know where y'all at with it. And let's pretend that their career ended today, right now. Not what they about to do the rest of the season. Not what they about to do for the rest of their career. Their career is over today. All right. So, first up the bat. He a Hall of Famer and all. Blake Griffin, six-time All-Star. 21 points per game, eight and a half rebounds. Killer no. is Blake <laughs> a Hall of Famer or not? No. Well, he jumped not? over it because it was just a kid. He jumped over it. It wasn't no big shit. That was it. 
It was just a kid. That was nah, the highlight I, of his career. Yeah, it, it was uh, – and I'm a fan of Blake because I was in the military when he was in high school basketball in Oklahoma City. I remember going to some games and checking him out as a youngster. And uh, I just don't think it – it Hall of Fame to me is you stand up against any ge- any generation type of player. And nah. Dizzle. Next. Come on. <laughs> you this song. I ain't even got much to say about it. He's not, though. He's just not. All right. Basketball reference gives him a 51% chance of making the Hall of Fame. That's How? 51? 51% chance of making the Hall of Fame. So I'm assuming that's based on his career still having years to go? Based off, they said, today. If their careers ended today, he has a 51% chance of making it. That's that 18-14 kind of game just saved him, it sounds like. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two, Kyle Lowry, six-time All-Star, 15 mm-hmm. points per game, six assists per game, has that championship with the Raptors in 19, also a first-team All-American his sophomore year at Villanova. Remember, this is the Basketball Hall of Fame. This isn't the NBA Hall of Fame. So that counts, too. So, nah. Dizzle. Lowry, a Hall of Famer or all? Nope. He is one of the best. May go down as the best Raptor of all time, but he is not a Hall of Famer by any means. Averaging 15 points. Killer. And six assists. Yeah. I was going to say very close. Very close, but I'm going to lean with no. Mm, okay, basketball reference give him an 85% chance of making the Hall of Fame. Sheesh. Nah, they a little too generous. <laughs> he wasn't even the best player on the team when DeRozan was there. He wasn't the best on the team when, when he won the chip. He I wasn't even he the did, I, second. I or, he, he probably was, was the third best because Van Vliet was balling more than he was during that run. I think he was the second best player on the team with when uh, they won the chip, and I I always thought it was more important and more valuable than my guy DeRozan, even though I'm a DeRozan fan. Uh, number three, my guy, your guy, everybody loves him. He has the meanest step back in college basketball history, Kimba Walker. Mm. <laughs> Kimba Walker, twenty points per game, five and a half assists, four-time All-Star, national champion with. UConn and 11. Killer, what say you about my guy, Kimber Walker? He spent way too much time in Charlotte. I don't think... I mean... When you look at, like... So so let me ask this. Are we oh, yeah. First team, we, first team All-American, by the way, in college. That's all I was going to say. When we're talking about Basketball Hall of Fame, we're counting college, we're counting everything that he's done. So... Yeah. Kind of what he did it. Kind of what he did in college. I'll give the nod. Yes. <laughs> what say you, Dizzle? What say you? No. <laughs> no. One. How many chips he got at UConn? One. No. You're not getting in the Hall of Fame. Just hell of a step back. May go down as one one of the Make better. That players. nigga fall. <laughs> yeah. Two time, that, two that time Big East Player of the Year. Big East freshman of the year. He can got go down in UConn history, though. He's not about to go down in the Basketball Hall of Fame when you haven't done a thing in the NBA. Basketball reference gives my guy, Kimball Walker, a 15% chance of making the Hall of Fame. 
that's accurate. You said 15, 1, 5? 15, 1, 5. Ooh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Ah, one Derrick Rose. 18 and a half points per game. Five assists. Rookie of the year in 09. Uh, 2011 MVP. Three-time All-Star. First-team All-American in college. What say you about D. Rose Dizzle? Is he a Hall of Famer or no? Nah. None of these niggas are Hall of Famers. They gonna have their time in history, but it's not in the Hall of Fame, man. Because D. Rose is a legend. He ain't a Hall of Famer, but he is a legend by all means by being the youngest MVP, mm. having the city of Chicago on his back at that age. Like he was the one, but the injuries set him back, man. Set him, set his Hall of Fame hopes back at least at this point. If he retired today. I do give him all the respect. He had. He might be the most respected player in the league to me. That's fair. Killer, what say you? I'm right there with Dizzle. If he could have kept the explosiveness that he he that he had going into the 20, I think 12 season, we said that he got hurt in the playoffs or whatever. But if he could have just kept like he had too many seasons where he was injured to have a whole game change to be able to last in the league as long as he's in there now. Uh, but if he if he was good, if he would have kept that same pace, yes, the drop off was real. Basketball Reference gives Derrick Rose an eleven percent chance of making the Hall of Fame. Accurate. And, and the best of all, I say the best for last. One, Draymond Green, eight point <laughs> eight points per game, seven rebounds a game. Five assists a game, even though he was like third in the NBA this year and assists with like nine. Three-time All-Star, three-time NBA champion in 15, 17, and 18. 2017 Defensive Player of the Year in the NBA. Second-team All-American as a senior at Michigan State. Killer, what say you? Is Draymond Green a Hall of Famer or no? Talk to him. How many points so, he averaged? Eight, eight, eight point eight points per game. It, it, it's all single digit shit with Draymond, but it's all like, <laughs> but it's always it's always five and up. You know what I'm saying? Six, seven, eight, nine. So Draymond is like one of my like favorite hustle players in the sense of like I like how he I like how he don't back down from nothing. His energy levels up. I like Draymond as a player. I, you know, I had a high school guy by the name of Andre Hudson that played for Michigan State. So for a few years following that, I kept my eye on Izzo in the squad and just, you know, knew who Draymond was. Uh, I think he is in the play. He is in the Hall of Fame due to the squad he was on and the run they had. That is a uh, run that will go down in history of sports. And uh, he's a part of that run. So. A lot of those guys on that squad are going to be in the Hall of Fame due to that run. So you think he's a Hall of Famer? Not saying do you think he's they're they're going to put him in. Does Killer think Draymond Green is a Hall of Famer? No. <laughs> but they, but I think that, but I think he gets in. But no. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. What say you, Dizzle, the three-time NBA champion, three-time All-Star, Defensive Player of the Year in 17, what say you about Draymond Day-Day Green? This he a Hall be, of Famer or no? Nah? This will be the only player I give the nod to because 
what put him over the edge was the defensive player of the year because he's in that conversation almost every single year. Um, and for him to actually get one adds a little more to his resume on top of the three chips, which he played a significant role. We've all can pretty much say that he was the heart and soul of the team. He may not have put up the buckets, but he was the anchor on defense at standing at what, six, seven, six, six, yeah. guarding every single position effectively. And I don't think they get those chips without him. Basketball reference gives Draymond Green a 34% chance of making the Hall of Fame. Wow. So, wow. so the one guy that you think should make the Hall of Fame. They said Blake Griffin was the highest. Is that right? No, Kyle Lowry at 85%. Oh, okay. that, that, that chip with the Raptors is really pushing him over the edge. That's so, all about. I want to see their list of who's in. That's what I need to see. I'm going to have to go look that no up. Cheating, no cheating. No cheating. We're going to use this later. <laughs> <laughs> That's we, we, got a lot of, we got a lot of dry months coming up <laughs> until the NFL starts. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Julio in Tennessee, though. I saw that. I saw that. Talk That's about ugly. it. That's going to AJ, – A.J. Brown, uh, uh, Julio. Who else they got out there? They got the uh, – Corey uh, – yeah, yeah. No, Corey I mean, Davis got he uh he signed with the Jets. But uh the receiver they got. They, they got uh it's just AJ Brown and Julio. I think Humphreys. Humphreys. Slot okay. receiver Humphreys, yeah. Um, uh, who that quarterback? Tannehill. I'm about to say still Tannehill, right? <laughs> Dizzle not he's not black, so Dizzle don't fuck with him. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I thought Julio said he want to go somewhere with a strong arm QB, man. When I'm thinking he gonna link up with Aaron Rodgers, they both sound like they on the move somewhere. Um, that's go. what Green Bay should have did, man. They they want Aaron Rodgers to come and report for camp. You go grab Julio Jones. He's showing up on that next flight. Like, oh, let's do this. But right. they didn't. So Julio headed to Tennessee for like what a a second and a fourth round pick. Crazy. I don't be getting the NFL with their transactions and how the how the movement be going. It just don't be making no sense. Yeah. What you mean? Then they do something like that with DeAndre Hopkins. Like these are the top tier receivers, and they are going for a bag of chips, like a second well, round, Julio, a second well, round Julio pick. Like 30, Julio like thirty five. How old is Julio? I'm talking about production. Ain't he in yeah. the every year yeah. top reception? When top receivers. When healthy. healthy top. Yeah, when healthy, he's top top six when healthy. Julio is oh, Julio is thirty two. He always got toe problems. He always got turf toe. He always missing a good game for a turf toe situation. So you know what I'm saying? But, a, but, a, but a second and a fourth round pick, that's quality, man. You if you draft somebody in the second round, you expect them to be a starter. You know what I'm saying? If you drafted in the first three rounds. You should be expected to start on the team, like at whatever position. Like if we draft you at offensive line, you should be starter. You draft a cornerback in the second round, you need to be a starter. Now fourth round dudes, you will probably be a backup, but a, a first, second, and third, you need to be a starter and an impact player. So I think that's fair. Honestly, I think that uh, I think it's even. I think it's an even trade for a dude that's thirty two years old that's coming off of bad feet. I don't know mm-hmm. NFL enough to argue that, bro. But a second, <laughs> a second and fourth round for Julio Jones just don't sound equal to me because we talking about one of the greater receivers of the generation, man. It, has he not been that nigga for the last, what, 10 oh, years? Oh, he a dog for sure. But how long he going to be that dog? 
And they wanted to get from underneath that contract. I know he want big money. He got big money. They owe him big cash. So, like, you can go get your cash from them, though. <laughs> go cash out from them, though. We'll take these these rookies and pay them pennies compared to what you getting paid. <laughs> he he could have went to the well. I like I said, man. I I, I got to look up NFL before I start talking because I don't even be knowing who the quarterbacks be. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they black, Dizzle don't know the quarterback. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so one more time, man. The fight about to start. Uh, the undercard starting about thirty minutes right now. It's uh seven thirty. One more time for predictions for the uh, Mayweather Logan Paul situation that's about to go down tonight. I'm gonna get this pod up ASAP. So when people listen to it on Monday, they're going to be laughing at somebody on this pod because somebody is <laughs> going the wrong direction. Killer, what's up? I'm going Mayweather takes a fall and wins in seven. Young Dill. I, I, think, I think the seventh round uh, is worn out and uh, it's over. Somebody, somebody getting knocked down, knocked out. See, it's like I feel like you. I feel like he may fall. I know they're gonna have to. They're gonna put on the show because Mayweather can't go out there and box like a normal match, or it's gonna be wraps in the first round, second round. Like it's gonna be done early. So not, people are not gonna have their money worth. People are gonna be upset. So I feel like it's gonna Does he go. Care? To, he ain't never cared in the past. He's a showman. This ain't this ain't going against his record. He gonna put on yeah, a no, show. No, no, yes, it will. If he loses to a, he's not gonna lose. If he loses to a I'm YouTuber, you. like that is bad for his brand. That is bad for his. That is bad for him in general. Like, ain't nobody gonna care. To like, oh man, this was this was an exhibition. They all they gonna see is that meme of him <laughs> or whatever. That's all you Wait. know. That Dizzle, you know that you know so, that's all that people gonna care about. They not gonna care. It's an exhibition. There's no judges, so it's not that like he gonna lose on on a technicality where they you know the judges is fucking him over. The, the, what's his name? Logan is not about to knock him. He's not about to sleep him, which is the only way Logan is going to win. I don't know, Logan. Logan has slept his whole career. Call, a big, make your, man, killer. Talk your shit. Bat. Make your call, man. Killer, I feel like you scared to call it, man. Nah, because I, I don't think I don't think Logan Paul's good enough to win. But I think his back is big enough to knock that nigga down. <laughs> oh, look, that's a big-ass dude, man. He weigh 190 pounds, six, what, six two? Boy, ain't never fought nobody that big before, so hence he ain't he never been be. his. He's he fought his the best. Class. He's exactly. fought the best of the best, bro. Y'all wildin'. He has, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, don't, don't sleep on these Paul brothers, but they were jumping off roofs since they was 12. Nah, he, work flat with it. What's he gonna up? put on a show. He gonna make it worthwhile. He's Floyd Money Mayweather. He gonna make sure that money is was worth it. Um, but I think Mayweather gonna pull it off in five. And he might get knocked down. He might, like you said, he might put a knee to the ground. He might get. He might let him get him a couple flurries. Maybe do the rope of dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to go pull up on my friend that got the box. I'm gonna have to go pull up on him, man. <laughs> it's creating yeah. a lot of buzz out here, man. Look, I'm gonna say it like this. I believe that Logan Paul is gonna come out to win. He's in a fight, anything is possible. Lucky punches have not bet plenty of fighters out before. So Floyd might get caught. I don't think he's gonna get dropped, but I think he's gonna get caught by a nice shot. And that's gonna turn on 
this mm-hmm. is think and he gonna stalk him and he gonna drop him in the seventh round i think floyd wins by ko in the seventh round but i, I think he's gonna get get a get a rude awakening because this dude outweighs him by so much like this is not going up against another dude that weigh 155 pounds like just just mathematics man so i'm you send me that link right <laughs> good money good in there Excellent. I'm about to log it on now. Put it on the big screen. <laughs> Send me the link just in case I don't make it over there. Factual. <laughs> Factual. We got you. Well, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace.